Hi, this is Dan Jones with another quiet talk for you that I hope will be an encouragement to you as you're walking with the Lord. Why do some people respond to the gospel and some don't? Is it because God arbitrarily chooses certain people and rejects the others, or is it more complicated than that? In Psalm 95, the Bible warns us, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. What does it mean to harden your heart? When you say, I will never give in, you are hardening your heart. One of the metaphorical meanings of the word heart in Scripture has to do with the supreme choice of the will. When we say that someone has his heart set on something, that usually means it is something they want more than anything else. They think about this desired object all the time, the supreme choice of the will. When you repeatedly say within yourself, I will never give in, you are hardening your heart further. Think again about those words from Psalm 95. Today, if you hear his voice, when a person becomes a Christian, it's because God first came to them. God's Spirit spoke to their spirit. He convicted them of their sin, their need for God's mercy. And he made the gospel real to them. He helped them to understand enough to surrender to him and receive the free gift of eternal life. Have you heard his voice? If you have, how did you respond? You can't become a believer unless God comes to you first. One day, a very respected religious leader came to Jesus for a private interview Obviously, God's Spirit was working in this man's heart. He said to Jesus, We know you came from God because no one could do the miracles you're doing unless God was with him. Mere humans can't do these things. Jesus uh, replied in a way that the man, his name was Nicodemus, in a way he did not expect. Jesus said to him, Unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. This puzzled Nicodemus. How can you be born again? Can you go back into your mother's womb and be born? But Jesus wasn't talking about a second physical birth, but a spiritual birth. You must be born not by the physical union of your mother and father, but by the Holy Spirit. Then Jesus said these words, The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but do not know where it comes from and where it is going. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. With all the amazing achievements of mankind, one thing we haven't figured out yet is how to control the wind. The wind does whatever it wants to do, and we just passively receive its impact. Jesus said being born again is like that. There is a work that only God can do in someone's heart and life. Just like you didn't birth yourself when you came out of your mother's womb, so you are born again through the operation of God's Holy Spirit. 
When I pray for others, especially those who are close to me, whom I dearly love, I pray that God will do that work in them that only he can do. So back to my original question, why do some people receive the gospel and some seem unmoved by it? Again, there are many factors, but one is certainly this thing of hardening your heart. To become a Christian is much more than just accepting as true certain historical details about Jesus. You must surrender to God. That's what repentance is, and repentance, according to the Bible, is required of all people. When the Apostle Paul preached to the jaded intellectuals in the city of Athens, he said to them that now God has commanded all people everywhere to repent. To repent means to turn around, to go in a different direction. Turn from being the boss of your own life and give complete control to God. And that is just what most people don't want to do. Most people want to be in control of their own lives. Sounds reasonable enough, but to reserve all rights over the direction of your life is essentially to be your own God. Either you will be your own God or you will surrender to the God who created you. Have you ever seen the picture of the surrender of the Japanese at the end of World War II? Douglas MacArthur is sitting at a desk writing, and these Japanese men, some in uniform, some in black suits and top hats, are standing there with somber faces in total surrender. I sort of feel sorry for them, although I, I know they started it and all that, but surrender is very humbling. I'm sure it was very hard for those proud men to do that. But they did it to keep their country from being totally wiped out. Of course, down through history, there have been many warriors who refused to surrender and instead fought to the death. They were very proud. When it comes to a man's relationship to God, pride is man's biggest problem. Pride comes before destruction. And it is our pride that says to us, don't give in, never surrender. There is a tragic truth that I want to solemnly share with you. Please listen closely. God is very patient. He's much more patient than I am. I can testify as a 65-year-old man that God is patient because I'm still alive. If I were God, I would have snuffed me out years ago. But God keeps working with me. He hasn't given up on me. I have tried all my life to follow Jesus. I have struggled in many ways and often felt like a complete failure. I have often thought that although I was a minister, I really haven't done much of anything worthwhile for the kingdom of God. But God still seems to be working with me. It's one thing to struggle to try and serve God, but it's another thing to reject him entirely. Even when someone does this, God doesn't give up. But to continually say no to God is a dangerous thing. If I understand the Bible rightly, there can come a time in one's life when the Spirit of God is withdrawn. Romans 1 
talks about people who at one time knew God, but although they knew him, they didn't honor him as God, neither were they thankful. They didn't honor him. That means they didn't submit to his lordship over their lives. They didn't acknowledge that God was their creator and that they were totally dependent on him. So thinking themselves to be wise, they really became fools and their hearts were darkened. What was the ultimate result for them? It says that God gave them up. He gave them up to impurity in their lives, and they began to worship the creation instead of the creator. What tragic words. God gave them up. They had known God at one time, but they did not honor him as God. Friend, are you honoring God as God in your life? Have you surrendered to him? Or are you hardening your heart against God? Please don't resist his Holy Spirit when he stirs you on the inside. It's too dangerous a thing for you to do. Say yes to Jesus. Surrender to him now. Don't harden your heart, but obey God right now. Whatever he is directing you to do, do it now. Is there someone you need to go to and clear your conscience with? Someone perhaps whom you have offended? Go now and confess your wrong and ask forgiveness. Don't put it off. Is there some gift God wants you to give to someone in need or to some Christian ministry? Do it now. Don't put it off. Is there there a sin that God is convicting you of? Repent now and turn away from it. You may not have tomorrow. Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your heart. Heavenly Father, I pray for those listening to my voice. I pray that the Holy Spirit would just reveal the sweet love of Jesus Christ for them to their heart right now, that they would be drawn to you, Lord, drawn to full surrender, to yield themselves, to sacrifice their will, to do what God is leading them to do, to follow the Lord Jesus Christ with all their hearts. Help us, God, to give everything to you. Help us to surrender our whole lives, our future, our choices, our relationships, our money, everything to Jesus Christ who surrendered everything for us. Thank you, Jesus. In your precious name we pray. Amen. My dear friend, I would love to hear from you if you would contact me by email. And if you're not on my email list, I would love to be able to send you when I upload these talks just a a little notice that I've uploaded a new quiet talk and just share a word of encouragement with you. My email address is father.danjones at outlook.com. May God richly bless you.